Welcome to Military Dragnet, the Retired in Guyana edition, second season. Got a, just a few things to talk about today. Uh, well, like last night, uh, this is Saturday, last night someone stole my brother-in-law's cow. It's gone. Stole it right out of the, the uh, pen, just, what, 20 yards from where I sleep. I didn't hear a thing because when it rains here, the, the roof is tin. It makes such a loud noise that I'm unable to hear it. So if you hear a cow belly aching in the background, he misses his mom. Yeah, probably already chopped up and gone. You know, thieves here will steal anything that ain't nailed down. You know, there's a lot of issues here in Guyana that someone who came here might want to be aware of. You know, like I had to go get my married certificate or license a copy of it that I didn't bring with me uh, for a citizenship paper and you got to get a copy of your um, one of the many documents is a copy of your marriage license so that you can get the paper that tells you what you need to do to get your citizenship here and they won't give you a copy of it or tell you anything on it because it's secret until you produce these other documents. Uh, I don't know why. It's a uh, holdover from, you know, their totalitarian past where documents mean everything. And everything's a secret, you know. And then other things here like the underside of the roof of my house is rusting. Not the side exposed to the weather, but the underside, because inferior paint, I guess. And the, the sea, uh, the, the salt air is costing this rust, so we're having to paint that. Well, you know, when the workers are here, you know, they, they completely run out of a thing, and then they'll let me know. Like, hey, we just drove the very last nail, and we need more nails, and no one can do any work until we get more nails. And then they'll stand around. I guess it's part of a game, you know. And then if they break anything, like like one of the tools that I give them, if it breaks, they hide it and pretend it's not broken, but it's broken and they can't do their job, you know, that kind of thing. And then if I'm gone to, like, go buy the new tool, they all just stand around. They don't work anymore because, you know, the boss is gone. And when I'm coming back, you'll see one of them looking out the window or, or watching for me and then run and tell the others, hey, hey, quick, look, look busy. <clears throat> The uh, the flooring, I'm putting on 1x4 flooring on the ceiling. My wife thinks it looks cute. It does look good. It's, it's very nice. But the workmanship that was put into making the flooring, like it's got a quarter inch difference in the thickness from one end of the flooring to the other. And maybe as much as a half an inch difference from one end of an 18-foot board to the other end of the 18-foot board. So it's... It's hard to make it fit together correctly. And then, like, say the water pipe that I'm putting in, it's very, very thin. I mean very thin. If you were to step on it, it'll break it. And that's because the water pressure here is probably under 5 pounds. It's just gravity feeds from, say, about 5 or 6 feet up to the, to the ground below, you know, where your pipe is. Uh, hot water is no. She went to the market. Uh, hot water here. It's for the rich. 
Um, they have ordinary water and then hot water. So it's <laughs> kind of the way it goes. And those rich people that do have hot water, they use an electric hot water heater and don't use the, you know, the abundant uh, solar power that we have here. Uh, few people have a washing machine, so it's all done by hand. You, what you do is you soak your clothes in a bucket of water with some soap. Then you take them out and you beat them with a club. You beat your clothes with a club, and then you kind of mush them together against each other, and then you rinse them out and hang them on the line. Uh, but most have a phone. Almost everybody has a phone. Even the teenagers here have a phone, and most people have TVs now. 35 years ago, I only knew of one person that had a TV. Now almost any everybody does. And the, the funeral rites here are odd. Like the Muslims, my my relatives or my wife's relatives included, like bury their dead in unmarked graves. They just have this pulper's graveyard and you just go and dig a hole and bury the dead and cover them up. End of story. No, no marker, no nothing. No... Memorial, I guess is how you'd say it. And Hindus, they uh, in front of me, I see them do it. They uh, they burn the dead on a big pile of wood and then throw the ashes into the ocean. That's uh, that's kind of how they got their stuff. I just thought I'd tell you some of this miscellaneous things that I observe here in Guyana that are odd or in some ways somewhat frustrating, like stealing a cow and running off with it, you know worth about a thousand dollars American and it's a major blow to uh, somebody who lives here to have their cow stolen. Well, until next time.